Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you want to end a one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Turn me up in my headphones. Yo, 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 we there? We there? Yeah, turn me up yo. in my headphones. I think Dev got kidnapped or something, man. But anyway, man, <laughs> we're holding it down nonetheless, man. But you know what's good? <laughs> what's good, family? You're once again I'm good, the World Report to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network on our special Christmas Eve episode. I'm one of your hosts. This is Jimmy, and I'm at the Warren Roundtable with my brother Dev. Uh, if he ever um, come back from the aliens and be Austin, you know what I'm saying? In 2020, 2020, 2021, NBA sound crazy, yo. 2020, 2021, we in the future, B. NBA season is open this week, <laughs> and we'll discuss some notable observations <laughs> since opening night. You listen, man, you know, basketball season is our thing, man, so we got to talk our ish, man. Sit back, relax, and settle in for another briefing in the war room. You can get in a conversation you know, if you're live with us right now, hopefully you are, because I know this is a special time. It's not our normal time. You can sign in right now at the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We're going to be taking calls on the digital stream technologies hotline. The number is 323-410-0012. If you're not with us live, just listen. You can catch us at any time. You can catch all of our shows and everything on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Um just by going to warrensports.com and I check it out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have tons and tons of podcasts on there uh, from multiple personalities and, and folks that will entertain you. So make sure to always check out everything we got new on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. There's never an excuse to miss a show. What's up, good brothers, man? You know, I, I know it's Christmas Eve, man. You, you, you celebrating Santa Claus coming to your town or no? Uh, Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa, you know what I'm saying? Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, yeah, Shaka, Shaka, uh, Kuji, Shaka Jali in the house, you already know what it is. I'm, I'm Kwanzaa boy myself, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know. yeah, 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 we not, we not, we not banging with the pegging. Um, and the heads that, uh, were chopped off and used as ornaments, trunking and put on the pine tree, you know, which y'all, y'all don't hear me though. Oh, hey Dev, man, you you all right, good brother? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, he said we got to un. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn you up in your headphones. I, uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened hey, to him, I'm, man. Like, I'm good, man. I don't know. They be sending signals through my through my and through my Wi-Fi like right when the show starts. Like that's corny. I don't know where it came from. That's two weeks. That's two weeks in a row. No, that ain't toe. Yeah. I can't blame toe for that. They ain't got nothing to do with my Wi-Fi. Man. That's, that's, no, that's, that's a trash, trash ass blog. I'm talk. aiming at them now. 
Blog talk, y'all. Blog talk, y'all. A bunch of never mind. Yeah, um, <laughs> y'all blame them for everything. <laughs> they ain't got nothing to yeah, do with yo, them. Yo, yeah. yo, 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 <laughs> Jimmy. Why the brother trying? He trying to stick up for blog talk. Let us shoot at blog talk. Because man. I pay a whole you lot more than this other company, so I ain't gonna let them off the hook. I got the gigabit no, connection. Blog, my shit ain't supposed to be doing no, this. Blog talk. I'm sitting here watching my router shit. blink right now. I don't know what's going on. Blog I ain't letting them off the hook. Blog. I pay a lot of money to FIOS, bitch ass thing. <clears throat> I mean, people. Yo, blog talk, y'all the ops. I'm just <laughs> <letting> <laughs> right now, bro. On your platform, y'all the ops. I'm just letting y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? The ops. But, 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 but anywho, man, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Basketball uh, season is upon us, man. So it's, you know, it's, it's weird that it's just, you know, basketball season now, but it's, it's here with us, man. This is our time of year to talk, man, and enjoy, enjoy hoops, man. For anybody that's listening to us early, man, shout out to y'all because this is a, this is probably the weirdest time we've ever done a show. Yeah. This I mean, because usually random. even if we do a special joint, it'd be like either mad early or, or later. We never just did one smack dab in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm yeah. hungry. It's lunchtime. We gotta hurry up. Brown show. Damn, that was <laughs> breakfast like two minutes ago. I know. <laughs> gotta keep it moving. Even if the breakfast train <laughs> was late, gotta keep it moving. All right, so I'm I'm back in here. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm on my backup system right now. So we're gonna get into some hot no, topics. Andy, Andy, Andy Toe <laughs> gotta deal with Verizon. Can't know that. So. He he probably, remember he left. Off, he probably worked for them now. He's still out for us. <laughs> He's still out to get us. All right, but um, these hot topics are brought to you, as usual, as, uh, by my bookie. War Room Family, it's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, it's time to place your bets. The NBA and NFL has a nice little slate of games on tap for Christmas Day. So why not make a couple dollars on Christmas? So you can re-up on all the bread we know you spent this holiday season. Lay down some dough on the Christmas Day NBA games, as well as NFL games on Christmas, which is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. NFL trying to just take up the whole week for the rest of the season. So, uh, you know, get on in there. Join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after Tobias Harris shoots his first brick of the game. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. And that's all there is to it. All right, so let's let's go into the NBA, man. The NBA season started this week. Um back on Tuesday, which was crazy because the offseason was like three and a half weeks. Um, I know they fought it for a little while, but, you know, when, when they flashed that money in their face, it is what it is. They got back on the court and did what they had to do. But Jimmy's Lakers started off everything with their ring ceremony. Um, did you guys watch the ring ceremony? Sure. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I did. I, 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 I watched some of it. It was a bit much. I watched it on mute because we we were the family, yo, they doing virtual pre-screenings these days for movies and and it's like run just like, you know, if you you get invited to a pre-screening of something and you go and you know, they have somebody come out and introduce things. They might have a DJ playing in the background. They got, you know, discussion panels before or after the movie. 
like they're doing that virtually now. So the family, we were watching the the animated joint that's coming out tomorrow, Soul, um, coming out on Disney Plus. So we got invited to a virtual pre-screening. So I was, we were watching that. So I had the game on mute. So I saw that it, it looked like you know they had like a little podium, little pedestal set up for each player with their ring on it, and. What was it, Jim? They had their family saying a little something to them before they went up to get their ring. Yeah. I saw a lot yeah, of dudes looking up at the screen with tears in their eyes, like, you know. Yeah, I but saw I saw they tried to have their family, like, chime in, you know what I'm saying, um, as right. they got the the gigantic, um, audacious, crazy ring. But, yeah, man, <laughs> um, it was a bit much for it to be, like, opening night. I'm like, yo, this usually don't happen on opening night um, like this is – I don't know. It's just weird. It's empty, empty place, and it's just I mean, the same. I mean, they usually do do the ring ceremony and the banner raising on opening night, but I don't know. Well, like well, I kept looking back. I don't know if it's ever that long. You well, know, sometimes they let everybody it's not speak. Opening night. It depends upon it depends upon who's there. Like so, I know that um, sometimes they do ring ceremonies like not on opening night, but uh, like a little bit later in the season, depending upon who's on the team. Versus who's no longer on the team. Sometimes, like if you're coming back to play that team, they'll do the ring ceremony. That it's just weird, man. But I know they yeah. usually. I mean, for, for, for that, that's like if that's like for like if somebody LeBron important. Left. That's like if Kawhi or LeBron left. You know, like they've been known to yeah, do after just, the chip. But it was <laughs> to me. Like, then you gotta wait for them to. But I understand. They don't care about the White Howard and, and, and Danny Green. And like, let's <laughs> let it fly now. Yeah. Or or Rajon Rondo, like. Anyway, or Rajon. off in Atlanta, rolling on chicks with his girl. So you know, it's, yeah, he, he busy. But nah, it's, no. It's, so yeah, I, saw, I, I, I didn't place. hear what anybody had to say, but it, like you're saying, it looked like just from watching on mute, it looked like it was a little much. Yeah, but I mean, that's I that's, got, that's Jeannie Bus though. Jeannie Bus always got to go above yeah. and beyond, like. Oh, oh she because she's in the. She's in the footsteps of her father, so she going, she going, and it's Hollywood, it's L.A., so they going to draw. Hey, yo, B. Austin. Yo. Yo, what's going on, good brother? I don't know what happened again, man. But anyway, man, that that was a bit much. It looks like a, a, a brother Dev, um, you know, they came and got him again. But what I was saying is that was just a bit much, man, um, for opening night. Um. This whole season to me is going to be weird. Like people are already talking about whether they're going to get through with it, whether they're not going to get through with it. Yeah. It's just a they're talking about it's it's just a weird time shut down. Right and they don't have the bubble ready. One of the things that I found interesting going back to the ring ceremony is your man, the great contrivance, put up. Now I'll give props to whoever the artist was, but you know how they had the pedestal with the ring, like for for them to. For the Bulls to get the ring And he had Kobe in a black suit With like smoke surrounding him Like getting his ring You saw that? Yeah You saw that tweet? Yeah Yeah I can't I, Yeah I did yep, I definitely, man, I definitely I, did see I, that I, 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 I try Listen I try and give the Bulls props There are definitely things That I appreciate But come on fam You do too much man it's too, it's too much, man. It's too much, man. You know they had to incorporate Kobe somehow, man. Like, it's part, it's a part of the actual... No, 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 no. It's like, not the incorporation of Kobe. You know what it is. It's him. 
they wasn't cool like the way the ball act like they was cool. Come on, man. I you mean, don't have to have know. Kobe's ghost hand, handing you no, the ring. I, I, you I, I, I can't Kobe's speak to that, man. I Come can't on, speak to that because from my understanding, Kobe was like that with him. Kobe was like that with Melo. Kobe was like that with CP3. Like, they had their like that with Melo. I can't speak to how close they was. Come on, man. The ghost of Kobe was not handing ball the ring at the pedestal. Come on. No, nah, man. Listen, Contru- man, Big yo, brother I, know you I know you don't like ball, but I can't speak to their relationship, I don't dislike man. Because, like, you know, yes, you do. That's too Come extra. Come on, man. Let's, let's keep it's it a too beat, extra, man. man. He's your, I'm keeping he's your friend now. I'm keeping it 85,000, man. I'm, I'm cool. 85,000. Right. That was too much. 85,000. Shout out to the originator of the player head. Listen, Yo, legend. Hey, everything over right here now? drawing today, man. I, I was talking for like five minutes. I, I ain't know what I'm talking no more. We ain't know that. Yo, we realize you all right, cuz? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Block <up? laughs> This is a bad time, man. I didn't. I explained every nook and cranny of them rings, and I think I was talking to myself the whole time. <laughs> no, the you wasn't on here time. at all. Like, yo, you wasn't on here at all. Me and B. Austin was talking. We, we listened to B. Austin hate on uh, Co- um, not Kobe, hated on Brian. But what, what, what did you, yo. what did you say about Brian this time? <laughs> because oh, yo, LeBron figured out a way to had a ghost. He had the ghost of Kobe hand him his ring on the pedestal, and Jimmy tried. Like, Bull wasn't cool with dude. Like, they had a ghost of Kobe come back in a black suit with smoke and all that. Come on, man. Yo, Bull is contrived <laughs> dude. I, I, I think they, they might be taking that relationship a little far it posthumously, but, I mean, he playing for Kobe's franchise. I, I, he, I guess he got to at this point. Um, I did. Man. I peeped that he had on the, the 24 little finger band. Or whatever you call what them. What I'm saying things. is the boys in a no-win situation, man. Because like, I, I, as, as someone who spends an exorbitant amount of time on social media, um, it's like, yo, either you got one one contingent who says he doesn't um, give Kobe enough credit or show Kobe enough love, and then you know you got B. Austin who says he goes too far. Like, yo, Bo <laughs> can't do nothing, y'all. But I, I guess that's part of being Brian. Everything Brian do probably get criticized, dog. Like. He probably go to the market and they probably criticize like how many eggs he buys. Like it's just what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think he shows him a lo- enough love. Like I said, I, like I said, I didn't know that they were as cool as you know. It seemed like they might have been. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm gonna take another shot at this because this has to be heard for any, anybody who doesn't know the the details of this ring. Um, I think y'all need to keep like making little noises every once in a while in the background so I know if I'm still on or not because I ain't doing that whole thing again if I ain't talking to nobody. So y'all still here, right? We ooh, we ooh, and <laughs> yeah, we here, we here. All right, we so the, the people who designed and, and made this ring, they said the dude incorporated different elements, which he playfully refers to as Easter eggs, to represent all the moments that stood out in what was the longest season in league history. They said to recognize the 95 days the Lakers spent in the bubble, each of the 17 purple amethyst stones, I can't pronounce that word. If that's your birthstone, I'm sure you can. Um, those stones comprise the L on the ring's face, which weighs .95 carats. And, of course, the 17 signifies the 17th championship in franchise history. There are 
five two carats of yellow diamonds in every ring, representing the 52 regular season wins by the Lakers. The word unity is etched into every ring, a reference to the social justice movement that the entire NBA took on as a cause. The phrase, leave a legacy, the Lakers' playoff slogan, is also emblazoned in gold in LeBron James's handwriting on every ring. That's, that's a little bit much. Um, of course, they paid homage to Kobe. Um, they had several tributes to him on the ring. Uh, one, they had the Black Mamba snake encircling every player's uniform number, and the ring has its first-of-a-kind detachable top that reveals another Bryant salute. So when you remove the top of the ring, it exposes the rafters that are up in the Staples Center with the jerseys of all the retired Laker greats. And it has a special emphasis put on Kobe's number eight and his number 24 jersey. And it's set on a snakeskin texture background. Yo, cuz. And they developed a ball bearing system to allow the top of the ring to be removed. All told, this the ring, ring weighs in at 16.4 carats and features 804 stones. So when Jimmy said Jeannie Buss was going to go overboard, Jeannie Buss definitely went overboard. Um, one question for y'all. I pretty, pretty much know what B. Austin's answer is going to be. If you won a championship, um, I mean, I know Bo is the star of the team, but do you want LeBron James's handwriting on your championship ring? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, 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 so when I sell it, I know I'm going to get a premium for it. From, from, from... It ain't even his signature, though. That would be even worse, but it's just his handwriting. They wrote, leave a legacy in his handwriting. Yo, yo they, they, yo, they yo, called the Brian like, Brian, um, I need you to write something on a piece of paper and fax it to me real quick. <laughs> Listen, man. Yo. Hashtag more than an athlete, man. Genie bus drawn, man. I don't I don't know if anybody's gonna like how do you come up with more for a championship ring? You gotta give you gotta give a living animated human ring. You gotta give some uh, a midget you just jump on your hand. <laughs> Yo, what you gotta do is you gotta do more by doing less. You just gotta give some give them a straight wedding band. <laughs> Everybody have one stone. <laughs> like yeah, we start we start from scratch because y'all went so far. Now we gotta start all the way back from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, so I want you to do a documentary, a thirty for thirty, on the history of championship rings and to see how ridiculous it's gotten. It's almost. But like I bet you, I mean, I guarantee token. you that the drawing had to start somewhere in one of the L.A. championships. It had to. <laughs> either that, or red, either that or red are back in the Celtics, or maybe a, I think it may have started in Portland. Know. Who knows? Red, red was probably like you, like you just said. He probably was giving out wedding bands, <laughs> one yeah. stone in the middle. Celtics champions. Um, yeah. We hate black people, you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah. yo, Jeannie, Jeannie Bus, Jeannie Bus <laughs> on the low, on the low, Jeannie Bus gave them both a transformer to put on their on their finger. It's shot the genie bus because you know most of them gonna be broke uh, in the future. So she gave him like you know yeah. a little little yeah, insurance. Yeah, what's it worth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. What's it worth? What's what's the dollar dollarized value? I don't know what the dollar amount is, but it's they said it's sixteen point almost sixteen and a half carats per ring. So, yeah. um, and this is like a rush order because remember it takes a while to do this and. They won the championship yeah, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they already they got there. They, 
Their championship ring. They ain't go to no jewelry, dog. They went to an artist. He's like, yo, yeah, they ain't. Yeah. cook they something ain't. up with these blood diamonds. <laughs> they went through a board. Yo, that definitely right. was not Ben Baller. No Ben right. Baller. That you made very <laughs> Yo, it's probably got Tito to do that, John. Tito smiled when she came through, did a John, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every time you see her face. Yo, get Unfamiliar that place. So, um, all right, so after the ring ceremony, you know, the Lakers went out and got beat by the Clippers, you know, in a to start a season where a lot of people think the Lakers are just going to run roughshod over pretty much everybody. Um, I mean, like we said before, I think y'all agreed, because I know this is my uh, opinion. You know, the Clippers are still a power not just in the West, but in the league to be reckoned with. Like everybody thinks, oh, they did all of this and they didn't win the championship and it's and it's over. Like, no, the Clippers are still a viable, you know, candidate to win the, the title. It's just, you know, it was a weird season last year and the Lakers were able to persevere um, through all the weirdness and, and come out on top. But it's kind of just like Miami. When Miami got together with their big three, a lot of people wanted to see them fail. And when they failed in their first year, people were like, see, I told you it didn't work. But, you know, they ended up being in the finals four years in a row, winning two titles out of it. So they didn't get the not six, not seven, not eight, but two titles. It it pretty much worked. You know what I mean? So that might be the same thing that we're dealing with with the Clippers right now. Who y'all, I mean, who do y'all I, have I winning the, the whole thing? When it's all said and done. I mean, I think the Clippers are probably the most slept on team. First of all, um, I do think they were weakened by lo- by losing Montrez, but I do think that their team is still one of the most, if not the most, talented team in the NBA. They are now they now have a better coach. The, the legend from Mexico, Missouri, is their coach now. And before mm-hmm. anyone criticizes what I just said, understand that him and Doc Rivers got the same amount of chips. But with that being said, um, <laughs> he trash too. <laughs> they both yeah, I, think, I think the legend from Mexico, Missouri, and yes, he is a legend there. He got a street named after him there, so don't ever get a twist. He's a legend from Mexico, Missouri. Is their coach? Well, and, step, I mean, step, step over season, Boulevard. Yeah. Y'all gonna stop on the ball? What happened? What happened? AI's bitch lane. What happened? What happened when Allen? Ever happens upon going to Mexico, Missouri? Like, what do the people do listen, when AI shows? Listen, AI, AI, AI loves the ball. Him and AI is, is like AI has a, a affection for the ball. This is kind of weird. But I love my, and, and, I, and, 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 and Ron Lou got school. the ring that year. So FAI. Yeah. I love, I love got the ring. And he got a, yeah, listen, man. Teron Lou got a ring as a player, as a, as, as a as a coach. I mean, he he got he, he got a ring out of it, and he got a logo out of it. So he cool, and he, he ain't got no dignity. <laughs> if I'm him though, he should use that. He should, that should be his logo. Getting stepped over. Listen, first off, <laughs> when, when, when you when you bring it up to AI, AI gets mad. AI hating people talk about that. But that's either here or there. Yeah, I've seen the interviews. I've seen. I've seen. Bottom line, AI is, um, trying to be humble because he ain't get the ring. He know he watched that in the crib. You and got, be bragging you got, to him. Yeah, he was he, he was all up on me, so I had to get him off me. Listen. Listen, AI, AI is in his old age is so spiritual, righteous, and humble. I'm starting to get a little sick of him in his interview. I'm like, <laughs> he getting mad. At 
She like Come Mike Tyson. Man. Man. He got knocked out. Hey, out there wiping people's sweat off their cheeks. Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, hey, real humble. What you saying though? I mean, listen, I get it. Cause sometimes when players like I was getting tired of Kobe. Um, I know I shouldn't say this, and it's harder. You can't you can't slander Kobe now, considering what happened. But yeah. then who can? We can't. You know, Kobe, was, Kobe was the before he died. He was he irritating. Was, yeah, he was the master of deep thoughts, even if they weren't that deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and reminding you how great he was. That, yeah, him reminding me how great he was. Don reminded you how great he was. Mamba? was irritating. My man was the Dolly Mamba. <laughs> And, 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 and nobody, nobody wants to hear what I'm getting ready to say, though. And I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm, I'm saying this with all due respect. And I love Kobe. Um, Uh-oh. but the the way he went out has kind of like is going to elevate his legacy to another to another space where he's going to be put somewhere that he probably wouldn't have been put if he was with us. But that's just what it is. Anyway, uh, I, I I I agree. I agree. No, you're afraid, you're afraid me, to agree with the it, truth, dog. You're afraid of you. That's the truth. No, 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 no. no. Listen, listen. Uh, come on, man. I, that's part of I my think problem. it's going to be twofold, no, though. I think it's going to, for some, I think it's definitely going to do what Jimmy said for a lot of people. But I also think yeah. for some people, it's going to have them put him in his rightful place. Some people just, just disrespect Kobe, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it got I, a little disrespectful. I was going to say time, for the masses. I was going to say for the masses, I agree with that. I agree. I agree for the masses. But then for me personally, she's shoveling snow. I always, uh, when she a wife, I always, I never thought he was as low in the top 10 as people have him. He's still somewhere between two and four for me. No, but who Jimmy talking about, oh, the, the, the Mamba stands. <laughs> yeah, the man. Oh the man. man, they you know. Yeah, but I think I think because of how things played out, he now has more stance. Like I think that his tribe has grown. No, I because, mean, I mean, but it, it's kind of. But you know what like that kind of thing does to you, though? It makes people reflect, though. Like, yo, I used to trash ball for no reason, act like he wasn't as good as he really was. Like a lot of those people are coming around at this point. Like sometimes when somebody die, like it really do make you reflect on how much of a hater you are for no damn reason. Like, damn. No, but it also, <laughs> no, I agree. With Life you. is fleeting. Life is short. Like, follow me. But it also sometimes makes you put people in a place they don't belong. Right. So for instance, I don't think, no, I, 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 I get it. And it's hard for me. It's hard for folks it. to hear me say that, but I, I really don't. But with that being said, I understand. You, said you don't think what? He's top five. Think all time. top five that are alive. No, I didn't when he was here, and I don't now. But but I'm not going to deny his his greatness. And you also know I don't believe in like the goat anyway. So, but my point is this though. I, I mean, I might agree with that. I, say, I don't I don't I know say, if either of these thing, bulls that they say, talk about all the time is top five besides Mike. I could say the same thing right. with Biggie. Like, I could say that there's a lot of people that are better than Biggie, but because of the way he went out, and Whoa. the fact is, you know, I'm just being honest, man. No, I, I understand what you're saying because a lot of times when people die, it's like their spot freezes. Like cause even yeah. if back then you thought Big was top this or top that, like there's been a million rappers since then. There's been even more albums since then, and Big is just stagnant and never made anything else. But people still have him have him frozen in that spot that they had him in 
when he was alive. And like you said, might have even bumped him up a few when he died. Like, a month because of the phenomenon. I mean, because I listen to Big, I'm like, yo, Big is, yo, it's, it's different. Big that dude, but. He never had a chance to, to, to make a bad thing. He never had a chance to like. He never had a chance to fall off. Like, yo, imagine right. if DMX was going after his first two. His first two was out of this. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but he had a chance to live and, and make some trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Listen, ima- imagine, imagine if Nas would have been going after I, his first. Imagine two. if P died after murder music, and I got to talk to Bayon too. I hope he's listening. I got to get back in the group and let let Bayon know, man. I listen to murder music like twice with. With no interruption, yeah, straight on headphones yeah, the tripping. last couple of days. No, he need a piss test. I understand test. what he's saying though. I get what I, he's I, saying. I, it, I, it, I, it, I don't. I had pushed back at first, yeah. and then when I actually listened to it twice, nah, I don't understand. I get what he's saying. It's like <laughs> yo, if, if Mur- murder it's music, almost like um. Good. Oh, I was gonna say it's like it's like with athletes, right? It's like when you become. It's almost like Brian. We talk about Brian. Brian is fighting ghosts, right? It's like Nas, or it's like at some point you set the bar so high for yourself that if you don't come up to that, right. you know, it's, it's easy to say. Those, it's not those like type of dudes live their else. whole career fighting themselves and ghosts of whatever past. Of, other, of, 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 the, other, you, of the other greats. Once you make the infamous, in hell on earth, it's like, dog, what you what you gonna do at this point? Like, you, I don't gonna know, tie, like, gonna, like, that's that's my thing though. After further review, because because I thought it when he said it, but I was like, okay, maybe it's the stand I'm talking. Maybe I got you know, it's been a while since I heard these, but I don't think. I mean, the infamous is the infamous, but I don't think hell on earth and murder music are that different, that far apart, personally. I do. <laughs> I mean, I know his opinion. It's almost like no. And when he said it, I gave him that because I know how what kind of a hell on earth fan I was. But then I went back, Listen. like, nah, like this wasn't so, a fall off. Here's my thing. You might have go to hell the next earth, one for a fall off. To, to great to use my to use my sports example, hell on but earth. Well, I, I, I get, is, I'll, we talk about that in the group. I'll, I'll put that for kill. But here we go. No, I'm I'm, I'm gonna use hmm. my sports now. We are gonna bring some sports, right? So the hmm. infamous is Jordan's first three titles with the Bulls. Hell on Earth is his second three titles, and like Murder Music is his stint with the Wizards, right? Nah. So nah. In his stint, now listen, let, let me finish. In 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 his stint with the Wizards, he still was one of the best in the world, but it wasn't the mother two. Nah. I'm telling you, I don't. I just don't think it's that far off from the other ones. I mean, maybe you give Hell on Earth <laughs> two of the second. Two of the second three, Pete, and then give the other Joe on the last one or something like that, the last dance. I mean, but it's all opinions. That's that's y'all opinion. But when I when I go back, I'm like, I, I just don't understand where that's coming from. It definitely wasn't no, as we, popular. Because for me, I, listen, like, the only song, the only song, if I'm making the best of I implore y'all to go back beat. and, like, uninterrupted. No, I have to. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I mean, and I had to, but I had to I had to do it, with, you know, after he said that, like, what is it that he's not seeing? And I went back to try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I just I just couldn't. But we're talking about something that people don't know what the hell we're talking about. That's why I said we we talk about it. Because people out there are like, what are, what are they talking about right now? We're talking about Mob Deep, right? And we're trying to compare it to sports. But here's my last thing I'll say. If I'm making the best of Mob Deep, 
only one song from um, from Murder Music is actually going to the best of my beat. I'm not, yo, I ain't trying to hear that. No disrespect, but I ain't trying to hear that. How many, how many, how many, how many, how many songs? Back then, you know damn well, in the 90s, if there was a song that I skipped, it was that one. (laughs) Sound unheard. Just saw the feature, I'm like, I'm good. Like, the Quiet Storm, the Quiet Storm is going on the best of mob. Outside of the Quiet Storm, ain't nothing from murder music going on the best of mob. There's, like, there's just not. Ooh, I don't know. Murder music got some stuff, man. Murder music got some stuff. But look, man, let's let's talk. Let, we we got a whole chat. Where we can all talk about that. Um, on Tuesday, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame announced the list of candidates for the class of 2021. Um, names that stand out: Paul Pierce, Michael Cooper, Doug Collins, and Lauren Jackson. They they're the ones who highlight the group of first-time nominees. Uh, which also includes people, you know, lesser known to this generation, Howard Garfinkel, Lou Henson, Val Ackerman, and Yolanda Griffiths. Um, also returning to the ballot this year are uh, cats like Chauncey Billups, Chris Bosch, Swin Cash, Rip Hamilton, Becky Hammond, Bob Huggins, Ben Wallace, Chris Weber, and Jay Wright. So of the new cats, the Paul Pierce, Michael Cooper, Doug Collins, Lauren Jackson, um, who do y'all think is probably gonna get in um on this first ballot? Yeah, no, I don't I don't care about that first ballot, all that kind of stuff. But this is what they're doing. So who do y'all think getting into the minds of the media, who do y'all think is gonna get in on the first shot? P double and maybe Michael Michael Cooper because of uh Kobe. <laughs> this Doug Collins yeah. thing, is this is this as a coach? Because he hadn't been on the ballot before, like that Collins should have been on. You only get nominated as a person. I don't think it. You don't do like as a coach, as a player. I don't think it's do as like the person, like your whole body of work. That's what they usually do, but it seems like it's like uh, I would think Doug Collins as a player would have already been under consideration. If not in there already, you know what I mean. Well, I don't think you. I didn't think that his career warranted him being a player uh, as a Hall of Famer. I thought only his coaching did. But the crazy part is, when I saw his name on there, I was like, I, I just assumed because, you know, um, he's a Yakubian man with a lot of success as a coach. I assumed he was already in there, right? <laughs> and, and getting back to that real quick, let me just say something real quick. We were talking about earlier about Teron Lou, like. It's crazy because a lot of these six F coaches they get like passed around and they get to accumulate these numbers. A lot and of wins. He, yeah, a lot of wins and a lot of stuff. He's already more successful than than a lot of you, a lot of these dudes who have names who got passed around um, for years and years. So you know, it's, I'm glad to see him get another shot. But anyway, back to the Doug Collins. Yeah. I assume that I know Doug had a solid all. career. Yeah, I mean, he definitely wasn't a Hall yeah. of Fame player, but. I don't know. I, I just think basketball I, I, was like your know. contribution to the game. I didn't know it was like a, uh, you get in as a player, you get in as a coach. No, it. it I, I think it depends though. Like because remember, you got these like Tim Duncan. Like he's in the class of 2020. Tim Duncan takes over and becomes the next pop. Then aren't they gonna have to recognize something as a coach? Maybe Doug Collins was a bad example because he didn't have a Hall of Fame playing career. So his coaching is probably. Would like you said, gathered up enough credit for him to even be nominated. But what do they do? Probably be like a Lenny, like a Lenny Wilkins. 
Yeah, well, like, what do they do in that situation? When you, five years after you roll, you get in as a player, and then 20 years later, you done heated up as one of the greatest coaches. I would think you, they would have to do something. But have we had a situation like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lenny, I think Lenny Wilkins would be the, the only example I could think of. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll do some 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 research on that and see if there's any uh, oppor- you know any instances of that happening before. Um, but what about P double? I know y'all don't think as highly of P double as I do, but y'all think Paul no, no, Pierce, no, 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 no. I, I think P. I think P is a is a Hall of Famer, surefire. I think he's an idiot. Um, and needs the mic taken from him at times. Well, well maybe what I should have said, I know y'all don't think as highly of P-Double as he does, but, but do y'all think yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Hall of Fame player? Yes. Um, yeah. Nobody Fucking thinks as high of him as he does. <laughs> What'd you say, second ballot, Jim? Second ballot. So, no, I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. I mean, plus when you he, look he, at the cloud of nominees here, it ain't really nobody better than him on here. It's kind of a weak nominee class to, to begin with. Even the people that's coming back and B Austin about to get mad, but you know, Chauncey Billups ain't better than P Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I already do it. I already do it. I mean, Chris Bosch got his case to, to get in on the second time around, but then you got Rip Hamilton and Ben Wallace. I don't even know if those dudes even deserve to be yo, in the Hall of Fame. Yo, ben Wallace might yo, make it because was, of his 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 accolades like his awards. Like, he was, to me, like, wasn't that great of a player. Yo. But then when you look at – then he win the defensive player of the year, yo. like, four times or something yo. silly like that. Yo. That's going to get him in. Ben Wallace in. If they put Ben Wallace in, I quit. And I don't even know what I'm quitting, yo. but I quit. But don't Listen, you have man. to? When you win that many awards, don't you have to pretty yes, much? you have to. Because it's going to say you were one of the greatest defensive players who ever touched the court. You got to put him in. Even if he's, he's a bum, he's been him there him. before. Listen, here's the thing. Here's the fact that kind of like the Ben Kimber. Wallace does a lot of things, man. Because to me, Ben Wallace is legendary in basketball, like for the same reasons as like a Dennis Robin. Because, like, I, what despite nice? what B. Austin says about scoring being everything, like there's other aspects of the game. So when you become a master, he's a he was a master at playing defense. If you if you go back and watch the film of Ben Wallace, like he was a great, not good, he was a great defensive player. He was one of the greatest rebounders. I mean, you know, he couldn't shoot to save his life. Because he was but definitely the one of them dudes Jim, that could guard multiple positions. I really don't think he was that great of a post defender against bigger players. But, I mean, you know, he was also, once you he get also, the rep. Like, when you, when you say that, you can look at the guys he was trying to guard. He was trying to, like, you know, guard Shaq. Like, nobody could guard Shaq. But, I mean. I know. But, but the reason guys, I say that, because I, I say this all the time when his name comes up. Because I, I used to see lesser players. Um kill him in the post but then when they faced up they really couldn't do anything with him um and i say lesser but even this dude was supposed to be one of the greatest i remember um derrick coleman used to destroy that boy in the post but derrick coleman, coleman when he felt like he could destroy him, pretty much derrick anybody coleman, in the post. Der- nobody can guard derrick coleman i mean nobody absolutely the only could. person that can stop derrick coleman in basketball is <laughs> derrick coleman <laughs> but um yeah, I mean that was just that's just one example, but it I I used to you know it was a little that's because, thing that I used to that's you know, watch. You talk when about, I used to you think ben, when I used to think Ben was overrated, it was something I used to watch. But when you, you faced up and tried to beat him that way, it was nothing you could do against against that ball. Yo, I remember Charles Barkley once he was the, as a, uh, as a wing the greatest power forward ever. 
Like Barkley said that. Barkley said Derek Coleman was supposed to be better than him. Duncan, like, he had the skill set to be the GOAT. He was because Coleman was supposed to be – he was what, you know, the position is pretty much now. He didn't have – you know, he didn't have – he still had, like, the body of a power forward back then. Like, he wasn't running as smoothly as these dudes do these days, but – he still he could face up, he could shoot long distance, you know, cats like him, cats yeah. like uh what's the boy from North Carolina? Sam Perkins. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Perkins. Sam turned uh, into Uncle, uh, Uncle, Uncle Splitter. Yo, um Derek could give you the bing bang. He had everything with him. These cats playing now, they like yo, they basically deers. They like deers with jump shots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I saw Derek I saw Derek Coleman in a warm-up with Glenn Robinson. Just they was messing around before the game. Derek Derek Coleman was giving Glenn Robinson everything he ever needed. Well, Glenn Robinson can't guard me, but <laughs> true. Glenn Robinson, well, but Glenn Robinson will give you fifty score. on a good night, though. Yeah, he get you buckets. All right, so uh, moving moving over to some NFL news, man. Y'all man can't get right. Y'all got to know who I'm talking about. Josh Gordon was set to be reinstated by the NFL and and play the rest of the season with the Seattle Seahawks. His reinstatement has been put on hold because he has had a quote-unquote setback in his recovery from substance abuse. Um, So now his return to the field is in doubt. Yo, I, I mean, I don't mind. Like, I'd like to see him get as many chances as possible. But just knowing how things usually go and the fact that he does look like us, like, why is he getting so many chances? Like, how many chances is this dude going to get? I don't get it. I'm, I'm cool with it, but I don't get it. Like, is there some, you know, is there something they're setting us up for, giving this dude all these chances? They're going to use uh, Josh Gordon as the guy to say, all right, we gave you all enough chances, now back to slavery. Like, what's what's the deal here? Yeah. He's a weird case. Like the way they like, you know, keep giving this dude chances, man. Like you would think right. that yeah, like, you would think he was like Megatron talented. <laughs> like, like Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, in some in some circles he was for that season. Some people would put him up there. Them two seasons was amazing. I'm, I'm, I put him in the Pac-Man Jones category. The amount of chances that that Pac had, the amount of chances Josh had. I'm, I'm not, I'm not to be fooled again. I'm not. All right. Well, I, I mean, I just want to see if any of you guys have any, any, <laughs> any insight on this. I just find it weird. Like you. You expect us to be able to play the card on this one. Like, look how many chances they're giving this white boy. But why Josh Gordon? I don't get it. I, like I said, I think they're setting us up for something <laughs> more harrowing in the long run. But um, <laughs> Tom Brady, your man Tom Brady, tried to troll Tony Dungy, and he kind of played himself while doing it. So Tony Dungy was on TV, and, you know, Tom Brady and a lot of people think that he actually snubbed Tom Brady because he was naming his top five quarterbacks 
to prepare for. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't put Tom Brady on the list. So Tom Brady takes to Twitter and puts up a picture of a banner in Indianapolis that says 2014 AFC finalists because that's the year that Indy um, got destroyed by the Patriots and the Patriots went on to the to the Super Bowl. The only problem was Tony Dungy wasn't the coach of the Colts in 2014. As a matter of fact, Tony Dungy in 2008, I think it was, beat the Patriots in the AFC Championship to get to the Super Bowl that they ended up winning against the Chicago Bears. So his troll went awry. His troll, his troll was a failure. <laughs> it was definitely a failure. So um, he said later on, though, like, you know, it was nothing. It was no malice involved in that. He said he gave me a hard time. I was just having some fun with him and giving him a hard time. Um, but, yeah, the, the gym fell kind of flat because you weren't giving him a hard time because 2014, Tony Dungy ain't have nothing to do with that. So, um, uh, I went a little deeper. And, and the I category was his, his top five toughest quarterbacks to defend. And Brady was a little salty that he wasn't on that list. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, up, who cares? Yeah, I, I went a little deeper into this, a little deeper into her. But I, my, my thing with, with this was, <laughs> so what, Tom Brady, if you're not if, – if that man gave his opinion – and he explained it from a completely defensive perspective as a defensive coach, as a defensive coordinator, and as a all-pro defender who played safety. And so when you look at it, he was, what he was truly saying was, I don't like to deal with guys that are true dual threats, that can throw the ball and that can run. When we have everything covered, we've prepared for everything, but then you can run and leave the pocket. Tom Brady can't leave the pocket. That's all he was saying. It was, and then the minions, oh, my God, you didn't worship Tom Brady. Let's, you know, yo, cut this diggy mouth. <laughs> we know Tom is great. Tom is great, man. Tom is great. We, we also know Tom is overrated on this show, but – you know, we know he'll go down in history as the GOAT. Jimmy, you don't believe in the GOAT. I got you. But come on, man. It was, yeah, it was it was corny. The, the response, both Tom Brady's and his minions and his sycophants. Like, yeah, their response. I, I agree. Because like, what you said was exactly what he was doing. Like, it's, it's harder to defend people that can do both. Tom, you couldn't do both. So, he didn't say you weren't hard to defend. He didn't say he didn't kill them sometimes. Like, that wasn't the question he was asked. But I guess you get so used to being called the GOAT, like you expect your name to come up in every quarterback conversation. Um, and we've seen it across sports. I mean, Jimmy mentioned it earlier. Kobe, uh, <laughs> before he died, was kind of the king of self-promotion. I guess sometimes you just think, you know, throughout all your Accomplishments and, and accolades that you you still not getting the full respect that you think you deserve. But you know what though? But I, I, I think I, I, the, I think it was corny the reply. On one hand, I get it. Like I get it because you work hard, and, and that's part of kind of what makes you the competitor you are. I get it. But on the other hand, it makes me like it makes me have a certain level of admiration for cats that just like who are great and don't need to tell you. You know, like I used to criticize Barry Sanders, but Barry, yo, the, the, the longer time goes by, like. Right. Yo, he really don't care. Like, he like how can you just, just like, bounce like don't that? Care. 
listen well, like to everybody Mexican, else Mexican talk about everybody else, and you just sit there in the shadows and not say anything. Uh, I mean, a part <laughs> of it is because he was abused by his pop, his pop telling he wasn't trash. But, I mean, other than that, like, the boy don't have to be in your face telling you how great he was. Like, his body of work speaks for itself. And I think it's something to be said for that. Like, even when it comes to, to Jordan, Jordan, like, he lets everybody else do it, and he'll come in every once in the blue and just add a little sauce to it. Like, you know, I took that personally. But he don't yeah. have to do but we, but we know who does self-promote. We know who's out there for the promotion. Speaking of Jordan, <laughs> go ahead, my bad. Brian I mean, sat in the, the shop like, and that's the moment I became the goat. <laughs> Yo, did he listen, say listen, that? But the fact <laughs> is, you brought, him, you, brought, you brought him up speaking of Jordan, so, I mean, you know, you, you promote me. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I didn't bring him up. I didn't mention his name. <laughs> you didn't have to, doggy. We get it. We get it. But I, I know what you're talking about. He, he did sit in the my shop whole and point say is, that. My whole point is the great guys that don't have to tell you they're great, man, like I have a different level of admiration for them as time goes on because – it has to be difficult to do, to sit back yeah. and hear all these other folks like you be called great when you you're clearly better than them. Like, <laughs> I mean, there is a certain level of understanding though for the for the y'all must have forgot. You know, sometimes it needs to be said, but not as much. Yeah, but as let somebody else say it. Let somebody else yeah. be your spokesperson. Like, you know, uh, go it's, get, ba- go it's you balance. A, it's balance. Go get you a it's Shannon. Balance, go get you man. a Shannon. Like, go get you a Shannon that's gonna be your mouthpiece. <laughs> No, everybody needs a Shannon or, or a neck. Shannon with a cheek and a sheep. A Shannon, a neck, a skip. <laughs> everybody needs one. It's like it's like theme music. Every good hero needs them. Yeah, let's go get you one, and you ain't got to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy told everybody to go get themselves a, a, a cockled. Um, so any <laughs> anyway, uh. Shout out to, to Tom Brady for making a fool of himself on social media. Um, thoughts, fellas, on Jalen Hurts' second start. We didn't get to talk to you last week, B. Um, we don't know if you were impressed or not by his first game. But now, you know, he got two games starting, two-game body of work. Like, what do you think of the kid? Any surprises? Anything impresses you? Anything, anything um, not impressed you? I'm surprised at at his seeming ability to throw the ball. Um, I'm surprised at the success. I mean, I'm 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 happy. I'm pleasantly surprised that he seems to be a good quarterback. We'll see. You've only got two two games worth of film on him now. He's only seen a few defenses. So, you know, is this sustainable? Will this turn into, you know, people forget, shit, the guy he's replacing was in the MVP race for for a brief time. So, over time, is he able to sustain? I think that uh, Dougie P is calling a different game with him as well. It definitely is. I've seen the reemergence of the screen game. I'm like, where is that? Yeah, like (laughs) – you know, so, you know, but, yeah, he, he's doing well. I'm not jumping out the window. I'm happy to see it. I'm I think they the, let him uh, lose him a little bit dirt. in game two, B. In game one, I'm screaming the whole time, like, if you're not going to let the young boy play, then why make the change? Because they everything was close to the vest. Everything was, you know, dink and dunk, line of scrimmage here. 
uh, two-yard pass here, called run here and here and here and here. I'm sitting here like, yo, if you're not going to let him play, then what is the point of, of making the change? Game two, I think they did a little bit more in the trust category and let him go. I think what I've been most impressed about really is his poise because, you know, even in this game, he made an early mistake that could have sunk the the, the game, the team in this game, kind of like the mistakes that we've seen um, Carson Wentz make. Not to say that Carson, because it would be silly for me to say that, boy, call him a lot of stuff, it would be silly to say he's not a fighter, like – even if he makes early mistakes, he's he's not just done. Like we've seen dudes play terribly no, and kind of ball at the end of games. But this dude has a poise about him as a rookie. Um, and maybe it's a situation where it's like, you know, I don't have anything to lose. This wasn't my spot. Let me come in here, be calm and cool. But it's been it's been kind of a, a, impressive. After the first game, I didn't take anything out of it. I wasn't impressed about the first game. I knew he could run. Like, you know, if that's what I was going to learn. In game one, like, then I didn't learn anything. In game two, I was impressed a little bit more with his um, with his passing ability. But like you said, and, and, and what I've been saying in my conversations for the last week or so, I'm kind of like, okay, he's putting some pressure on now. And if he consistently does this for the rest of the season, for the last two games of the season, win or lose, if he looks good enough to move on as a starting quarterback in the NFL – this is where it's going to be difficult on the Eagles' brass because it's like, okay, when you make this decision, you got to make it. It's no, we're going to bring him in for a quarterback competition next year because you owe Carson Wentz a lot of money on a certain date. So if you're going to go with this dude, you got to totally wash your hands of Carson Wentz before a certain date. So there's no quarterback battles. There is no, I don't know, going in the next season. There's going to have to be a decision made off of what you know about Carson Wentz from the past up until now and two to four games of Jalen Hurts. And I know that's a difficult position to put them in, but that's what you got to do. But I fear if they make that decision and then defensive coordinators that we always talk about who get paid a lot of money to figure things out, if they figure this out and this turns into like a RG3 situation where, you know, year two come up and you ain't ish, because they caught up with what you can do, then that's going to be a, a big setback for the Eagles. Because I don't personally think Carson Wentz is done. I don't think he's done, but it might take, you know, it might be Markel Fultz type thing. It might take another organization at this point for him to get back to, to what he's supposed to be. He so. might not be done, but he might be done here. Yo, here's yeah, the thing, pretty much. right? I, when, I, when I watch him play, I often wonder if, like, is is because think about it like yo at this point um the coach is like 13 it's like 12 and 1 or 13 and 1 in games where Carson Wentz doesn't play right, right. and that's right. between Nick Nick Foles and a couple of games with this young fella like so Doug Peterson like gets W's when Carson doesn't play um I often wonder if is it because Carson doesn't doesn't like take direction the same way, like because because we all know that he tries to do too much at times. He he's admittedly said that yeah. he doesn't give up on plays and he makes mistakes. Because one of the biggest things that the young boy is not doing is not losing the game, as opposed to winning the game himself. If that makes any sense, like he's not right. making the mistakes. And, and, I, and I also football can't front about the rest of the team playing a little better recently as well. 
Yeah, but I Good. wonder if that's – uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, if that's a thing because we got to rally around this young guy or we really don't mess with the boy because, you know, they've been – I don't know that, though, unquote, because they're, they're professionals as well. Like, so you're not going to look like trash because you don't mess with somebody else. So I, I never really felt that sentiment. Yeah, I'm not but, talking about uh, no, here. But, I'm, but, talking but, about, I'm talking about period. I'm like, because I'm not going to go out there and look like trash for nobody. I don't care who well, I in, like. In the local media, in the local media, got, they always, you know, like, football. They, be, see, they ain't got guarantees. A lot of times you can't, you can't believe the local media a lot of times, because a lot of times they be trying to create drama. Oh, they yeah, they that, you know, um, you know that. Unnamed players are saying that, you know, uh, they don't really, uh, Carson Wentz is uh, selfish and all he cares about is himself. Right. Specifically when that story popped this week about him saying, yo, uh, trade me if you're not going to make me the starter. Like you know, they went they went crazy no. on the media saying that you know his teammates don't like that's why and, I, and I don't even think he said that. Like they like <laughs> it's like they just come out with these quotes because they because they would make sense. All right, it would make sense for him to say that. So let's go ahead and say he said it. Al, <laughs> that's, Alshon, that's Alshon Jeffries calling in on a burner phone. That's the only person. Now, the funny thing about you bringing up Alshon, no, though, the, the only person that I've said something about in the last two weeks that actually seems to be given more effort, because people can play better. We know a lot of these dudes can play. They may never, you know, they've just been playing pretty bad recently. But the only person that I noticed where it seemed like it was an effort thing was Alshon. I've seen him adjust on two passes in the last two weeks that I haven't seen him you know, fight for a ball like that since, like, the Super Bowl. So maybe with Alshon, there could be a little bit a little bit there. But it also could be a thing where Alshon knows not just that he might not be with the Eagles next year. Alshon has a chance of not even being in the NFL next year. So something may have clicked in him as well, like, yo, I got to start playing. Because if they, you know, they can sit this ball down, you know <laughs> – like he got way more credit in the league right now than I do at at my advanced age. So so I don't know what it was, but I, I have seen Alshon fight for passes a little, you know, more than he has in a while. But also, when have we seen Alshon? Like he's been quote unquote injured since I can remember. So I don't, I don't know, man. Whatever the situation is, man, they look better. I'm not one to give him all of that credit because, you know, the defense in the last two weeks have, have looked pretty good. Um, they gave up some big plays to some big-name players last last week, uh, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, and, you know, little Mighty Mouse d- did his thing a little bit. But um, Jalen Hurst has been he, – he, he looked pretty good. They said no other quarterback um, in the past 70 years when they've tracked this has – passed for 500-plus yards and rushed for 150-plus yards in his first two career starts. So y'all know when somebody is having this type of success, they, they start they start making up stats for you. So no other quarterback has done that in their first two starts. Um, he's completed 41 of 74 passes, 505 yards, with four touchdowns and zero interceptions, while rushing for 29 times for 169 yards. Um, all in his first two starts. That's a 94.7 passer rating um, against the Cardinals. And this is the game that, that kind of carries his stats because in, in in the first game, you know, he only threw for 100 and something yards. But this game kind of carried it because he and Lil Mighty Mouse kind of had a little shootout. 
Um, he went 24-44 for 338 yards and three touchdowns and had 11 carries for 63 yards. So, you know, I'm interested enough to want to see more. You know, I want to see if he could sustain this because, you know, he he might put them in a position where they have to make a really big uh, decision. So we'll see how it goes this week against them, them Cowboys. You know if he beat the Cowboys, then – he got he oh, got it's the city. A, it's a wrap. <laughs> he, he he beat the Cowboys and he got the city. So <laughs> so this is the one, Jalen. Uh, go out there and do your thing, and um, I don't know. Carson might end up being a thing of the past in in Philly. It's unfortunate because you know I think dude has built up enough credit, you know, to 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 struggle a little bit, have a bad season. And 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 get back on the horse for next year. But if you struggle, and then your backup, who they just drafted in the second round, you know they wasted a second round pick. Well, they would be wasting it if they don't use the dude. If he comes in and consistently plays well for these last four games, then I don't know. Like I, I'm not. I mean, I understand why a decision also, would would have to be made. You know what I'm saying? If I'm a coach and you struggling and they calling for my head. I gotta try to like you know, do what I can do to get some of these W's. Yeah, so <laughs> it is what it is at this point. But at the at the same point, I kind of think the fact that this move wasn't made earlier. I don't know if I would like. I personally don't think that that was a Dougie P call because I think Carson is the guy as far as Howie's concerned, as far as um, Lori is concerned. I'm thinking that Doug Peterson might have been afraid to upset them by taking Carson out, and that's why it probably took so long. But at some point, like Jimmy said, he got to think, like, even if this is their guy, if I make a change and we can win some more games, then they can no longer look at me like, you know, what's up, dog? Like, what's going on? So uh, we'll see how this whole thing plays out. We will be talking about this some more. Y'all know that. All right, so our quote of the week before we get into – what happened while y'all was on the grind? Quote of the week. Quote, I agree that Anthony Davis had a better season than me. Joke it? That's debatable. But Rudy Gobert? No offense. And I kind of think him saying no offense was bars, no offense, no offense. No offense, but he had 15 and 13, and I had my 23 and 12, and that's kind of a big difference. And this is a quote coming from Joel Embiid on not making an all-NBA team last season. Do y'all agree with him, fellas? Um, do you think that it was a snub of snubs to leave him off of all three of the All-NBA teams? And he, he he set his sights right on Rudy Gobert's neck. Plus, if I were, if I were him, I would have said, plus, Rudy gave the league COVID and stopped the league. I would have said, <laughs> have made my case with that. Like, Rudy stopped the whole season. Yeah, Rudy, 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 Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is the wealthiest big man to ever play NBA basketball, based on their earnings on the court. So, <laughs> you know, I guess it's because uh, Joel didn't, uh, you know, get his contract renegotiated yet. But um, to to point directly at him is hilarious. <laughs> I think that with with Joel, it's like the expectations that come with like because everybody knows that he has this. He's like a young hockey. He has a skill set, but it's just something missing there. And whether it's his injury, Rudy, Rudy's just, Rudy just out there. 
I mean, he didn't, Rudy, he didn't Rudy, mention Rudy, the two Rudy blocks per game from Rudy. Joel was at one block per game last year. Well, no, he's like Rudy one. Does what it, wasn't a, it wasn't a big difference. Yeah, Rudy does what Rudy is asked to do. But people see – it's like Joel is almost a, a, a victim of his own talent. Like, Because yeah. people see him as being like, yo, you have, the, you have the talent to be the best big in the entire game. It just hasn't all come together yet. Right. If you want to shoot threes. Exactly. Um, I mean, I, I definitely think he has a case. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think there's three I, guys no that should be on those teams that have from either of these dudes, but I say in any season that Rudy Gobert deserves to be above Joel well, in, in, in anything. But it, it also comes down to impact. And, I mean, we all know Joel Embiid is the Sixers. I mean, his impact is his impact. But even defensively, if you say, okay, Rudy averaged two blocks, Joel averaged like 1.3 blocks, it's there's still a difference there. Rudy Gobert's presence, not even just Rudy Gobert, just his presence, I think alters every shot that comes into the lane every against the Utah Jazz. I've like, I've Rudy don't it. even have to step to you. Just the fact that you know Rudy is somewhere around there, you acting like a bitch. <laughs> and, he carrying, and, he, and he's carrying a disease with him. He's carrying a disease, so we know that. <laughs> and nobody uh, wants to guard Rudy after. <laughs> yo, yo, y'all stupid. But um, yeah. So I mean, there's something to be said, even though he's not, he doesn't have the flashy numbers like Joel or Jokic or anybody like that. There's a reason Rudy is 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 seen the way he's seen in the league. There's a reason that he's going to challenge these guys for all NBA teams. There's a reason he's going to get paid way more money than any of us think Rudy Gobert should get paid. Um, fear, fear is a hell of a factor in, in, in NBA basketball. And Rudy, even though he doesn't look menacing to anybody, like when you're in between those lines, those dudes got to know where Rudy is all the time, so. I agree with Joel. I think he probably should have did it, but it also goes down to the fact that they're looking at your team, and the Sixers were wildly disappointing to, you know, a lot of the people who have these votes last season. At home, they were the best team in the league, what, 29-2? and two? But they went on the road and didn't even look like a playoff team, and that kind of stuff gets looked at when they're, when they're doing this. So if you're Joel Embiid at home, then you got to go and carry your team – when it's when it's a little more adversity as well. So, shout out to Rudy, like Jimmy said, the, the highest paid big man in the history of the game. Um, and one Yo. more thing, we're gonna give you guys our our stat of the week, and our stat of the week is basically a Where's Waldo question. We're asking Where's Juju? Juju Smith-Schuster, by all accounts, was supposed to be next up. When Antonio Brown left the Steelers, he has only had one 100-yard receiving game since AB left the Steelers. Is Juju? Do y'all think they jumped the gun on Juju? Do y'all think he's not going to be what they thought he was? Yo, did they talk like that just because um, he yeah. was a nice guy? Yes. He rode his bike. Yes. Yes. Couple. There's a couple things. There's a couple things going on with this. Number one, it's easy when you're in that number two and number three and you're nice to look over and say, I should be a number one. I'm nice. But you ain't used to taking them, them, them number one reps 
and them number one rolled coverages. Them number, them them number, number one double teams. Them rolled, them, <laughs> when them double teams come, things is different. Now, here's the other thing. They drafted a pred alien African in Claypool that's going to knock Juju's development <laughs> right on out the water because it don't even matter if Juju is who we thought he was. Claypool is something different. He's they have different. a nice receiving core, period, like all together. Yes, they do. Yes, I mean, your man do. Ben Roethlisberger well, is playing like trash and not getting them the ball right, but. And in fairness to him, they've been dropping the rock a little bit too sometimes, as, as young receivers will do. Yeah, there were some but he got a core. Because Coach, Coach, no, he got Coach a Mike Epps had to say something. Like, you dropped the rock, you might not be here. But they I don't think there's anything against Juju. The fact of the matter is their whole receiving core is tough. It's like they right. got rid of right. A.B. and by, by proxy, they have a better receiving core. And that's what I mean. And the fact of the matter is, what's Pittsburgh record this year? They got two, one or two losses, something like that? They got three. Like, the, the the problem is they got three in a row after going ten and zero. They lost three. In so a row? now at the wrong time they're starting to you know tank a little bit. Hold up, I didn't realize they lost three in a row. They lost two. They uh, lost, yeah, another loss. And they the, lost to some bad teams too. Uh, why yeah, they, they lost to some people they shouldn't? Was it two or three? But I think it's, it's three. three. Two. Yeah. It's three. Let me two. Let me Let's check. See, Let me check. Let me check. I know it's Washington. I know it was Bengals. To Jimmy's, to, to Jimmy's point, they got a core one through four. They got a core one through four. So Juju is just one of the guys. Yeah. He's a talented guy. But if yeah, anyone's going to get row. featured, if anyone's going to get featured, it's going to be Claypool because he's a pred alien. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't think they made a mistake necessarily, but they just they drafted well. Jim, it was it was yeah. Washington oh, yeah, Bills Buffalo, and the Bengals. Game. Yeah, I forgot it was about the, that Buffalo the Bills game. that we forgot about. Wasn't that game Buffalo on some funny work. day or something? I don't know. Yeah, they moved. Yeah, that's, that's the one I wasn't. That's the one I wasn't thinking about either. I think it was on some funny. It was like day. Wednesday. It was like Wednesday at ten a.m. Yeah, like on a on a day where you think football don't count. So I think we overlooked that. Yeah, it was Wednesday, it was Wednesday at ten a.m. The funny yeah, thing Buffalo is, okay, that's work. understandable, but they shouldn't have lost to Washington or the Bengals. Now you got the Colts and the Browns. Like those are two more losable games, and they might go. They might limp into the playoffs after pretty much going 11 and 0 10 and 0 10 and 0 11 and 0 to start the season. The, and and what's even funnier about that, we've heard a lot of people say during that run, "Oh man, they, they overrated. This is the worst undefeated team we've ever seen." And you, and you kind of want to combat, you know, you want to defend them against that like, "Look, man, they put people out there in front of them. They beat them people. You can't argue with that." But they they starting to show right now that it might have been something to them. But they can't they can't run the ball. Yeah, but but also but I guess get back to the point of Juju. I don't think there's any indictment of him. The fact of the matter is their receiving core is solid. Like they got one of the better receiving cores in the league, so he doesn't get a hundred yards. I mean, but the team overall has still been successful, and we all right. know how wide receiver stats and numbers don't really equate to wins anyway. So who cares if he don't get a hundred yards? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's why you got to get him because y'all ain't really giving him 
You know, I ain't really impacting the game. So go get your stats and get your money. All right, but uh, before uh, we talk about what happened while y'all was on the grind, just want to remind y'all some things. Y'all know the drill. Y'all can always check out our, our website at warroomsports.com. If you want to call in and speak with us about any of today's topics, dial the Digital Extreme Tech hotline at 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. But if you're already listening from your phone, you could just press 1 if you want to talk. That'll kind of raise you know, your hand on our switchboard and we'll see you. So holler at us. If you don't want to call in but you still want to, you know, get in on the conversation, you can join Neil. Shout out to Neil, we see you. Um, you could join us in the By the Hood chat room brought to you by By the Hood University. If you guys have always wanted to learn about the stock market and how to make money work for you and you haven't been able to do so, it's not your fault. This information is not generally taught to us in, in school but the information is imperative if you want to create wealth and leave a legacy for your loved ones. So War Room Sports is partnered with By the Hood University to help you get started on your journey of learning to invest in possible financial freedom. So go to our website, click on the By the Hood logo at the bottom of our homepage or on our Sponsors and Partners page. That will get you started. Use the promo code WRS, all caps, and receive 15% off everything on the By the Hood site. It's not too late to secure your financial legacy, so do it now. Jim, what the hell happened this week while everybody was on their grind? <laughs> or yes, while everybody sir. was Why grinding up grind? and targeting Walmart? <laughs> Why You Want to Grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Do you or your business need to the website? Here's what you do. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. Tell them you heard it here at Warroom Sports, and what you'll get is a discount on a custom-built website from Digital Extreme Technologies. Shout-out to those good brothers over there at Digital yes, Extreme Technologies. I'm going to talk about what happened on the grind. Yo, one thing I want to say about what happened while you were on the grind, right? I want to say that Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points. Bill Russell won a gazillion championships. Shaq won an MVP and three-peated. Hakeem Elijah won, you know what I'm saying, brought, brought – um, of religion to the NBA and, and, and <laughs> wearing back-to-back championships. And all of those guys are looking up at Rudy Gobert, who became the wealthiest <laughs> big man to ever play basketball in the NBA. Uh, Rudy, so, yeah. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Yogurt. Yo, this is a, a yo, real Rudy Rudy Gobert is the wealthiest center to ever play basketball, yo. So shout out to him. But yo, um, <laughs> Let's talk about the NFL, man. Your man Dwayne Ass, I mean Haskins, he was sick of his captaincy in Washington, man. My man is out here behaving a fool. You know what I'm saying? Spending time with the floozies. What do you do, mean? man? But, you know. Yeah, so this dude was. time with the floozies, unmasking and whatnot. This is what I don't understand, Jim. We live in, this is 2020. We live in a world where every single person on the street is a reporter because everybody has a smartphone, which has a camera, which has a video camera. So anything and everything you do when you have a little bit of celebrity, okay, might not might not be the type of life, you know, that you want to live, but, it, you know, you know what comes with that. So people are taking pictures of you. So you are an NFL quarterback. You're an NFL player, period. We know what these leagues are going through just to get these people on the field, on the court, with this whole COVID situation, and you out in the strip club, throwing them ones, chicks in your lap, no mask, getting it in. <laughs> it's selfish, man. 
Like, uh, you know, because there's a lot of people that's going to defend this kind of stuff. But the whole time, we've been screaming this the whole time about this whole COVID thing. It's it's selfish because, like, you put other people in danger with everything that you do. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. Like, you look at him and, and, and his status right now. I mean, he's playing right now because of the injuries. He already pretty much lost his job. He's playing because of the injuries. And he's out here acting a fool, man. What, what are your thoughts on that? A couple things. For one, I agree with everything you said, but I'm also mad at y'all people for, like, filming these dudes in, inside the, 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 the strip club, yeah, man. Like, a strip creepy. club is supposed to be a that's place creepy. where, yo. Like, why are you not looking at Bunk? <laughs> why are you looking and at I'm him? I'm also mad because, and I'm also mad that, you know, I mean, listen, man, to quote, to quote the legendary rapper named Miles Bridges, man, I ain't throwing ones in the club. I got cash at <laughs> Like, why are you throwing ones in the club? It's 2020, dog. Like, yeah, send the we don't stop at, at the tolls. We got easy passes. Uh. Yo. Miles, <laughs> he flexed on y'all with cash app. Be awesome. I'm not sure if you know Miles Bridges is a rapper now, but my man Miles Bridges got a rap song, and in one verse, he commits every crime. He's talking about clapping cats in their dome, taking X pills, throwing, um, giving hoes cash apps. Smashing hookers like he he committed every crime and within like quick, quick six bars. So and you know, and the only thing that happy. you're really in danger of when you're around Miles Bridges is getting dunked on. He can talk yo, all that. <laughs> all he really about, gonna yo, do is bang my, on you. Yo, and my man Miles Bridges literally got on the track and talked about clapping cats in a dome. Like, what's wrong with you? anyway? But that's it's ain't about Miles, Miles Bridges, the basketball player. Miles Bridges, <laughs> Charlotte yes. Hornets. Miles Bridges, yes. Miles Bridges, the light skin I mean, Yo. he will he will get up and crack on your dome, but but not with the Yo. not with the pounder. Miles Bridges, <laughs> like, Miles Bridges, in his part time is a drill rapper, B. Austin. That's all I'm gonna say. But with that being said, one of the one of the bars in his songs, man, he says he don't throw ones at them hoes, man. He got cash app, man. So Dwayne Haskins, man, get your act together, man. Get your cash app. But also, y'all folks out there taping Dwayne Haskins, man, y'all out of pocket, man. Like, he's out of pocket, so we can't really blame you because he got to put himself in a better position. But, dog, y'all got to chill with that, too, because he's the only one that got caught out there at the strip club, man. Y'all strip club etiquette is out of pocket. Who else they get, B? <laughs> Yo, James Harden got caught massive in the strip club, right? So James Harden in a strip club is like me at a Chick Fil A, like it's expected. I was about like, to say, just, like that's just where, that's like where there's odds be. on like, any strip club you walk into, like the odds are better like than not that James Club James Harden is going to be in there. And I, I'm talking about Yo. any city since they travel a lot. You can walk in there yeah, and you so, might you can prepare yeah. yourself. Like I might see my Here's man Beard tonight. <laughs> Here's what I know from being on these internet streets, like James Harden, and this is with all due respect is. Known as the biggest trick in all the sports, like yeah, he eats, even, yeah, like, he eats, he eats butt, like he eats butt in the club and pays him not to say nothing. <laughs> like his his behavior, he pays him not I to mean, he's actually him. got caught, he's got caught out there multiple times in like you know um in escorts beds where they take pics with him in the joint. Like it didn't happen right, once; sleeping. it happened to multiple yeah. multiple IG models that photograph him like sleep. Like Selena Powell, Selena Powell, he just got why to the be, way back. Why you why why you be sleeping with him after you sleep with him? Cause he don't care. Oh, like that's that's how reckless he is. Like he don't even care. Yeah. He's like, yo, this is what I do. That's this not even part of his for brain. me. That's not even in the reckless category. I'm like, why? 
Like afterwards, it's like you know you hit him with the all right. What you about to be doing? I, I, no, not why him. Why are you here? Not him. <laughs> not him, dog. James be looking for round two. He gonna sleep it off. When he wake up, he want round two. But anyway, um, <laughs> he's trying to get his money worth. But with that being said, though, man, True that they're still taping him too, man. But he also so has to understand that he's – and I know he's going through a thing with his team, but he's supposed, he's the quote-unquote leader of that team. That's his team, so to speak. Um, don't ask John Wall, who's the second most legendary trick in the NBA, but that's either here nor there. Um, John was ready to come to, to Houston to have fun with this dude, and, and he's shunning him. Like, like no. Nah, funny thing I'm is, I, and I – listen – and I say this jokingly, but I don't even know if they can coexist because I think that if they try to play together by between the end of the season, it'd be one of them joints like the old Dallas Mavericks, where except it wouldn't yeah. be like Tony Braxton, some, it would be like, some ID like model. A, a stripper. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Break the whole squad up. They'd be over there rumbling over her. It'd be Selena. It'd be Selena Powell. Selena Powell. So, so, so your man Haskins was besides getting stripped of his captaincy, he was um. He was fined forty thousand dollars, but he still might play this week. Um, Houston, they find James Harden fifty thousand um, dollars. Their first game against, I believe, Oklahoma City was postponed due to COVID tracing. Now I'm wondering if it's just because they're still because they're they're investigating this whole thing. I'm wondering if they're investigating it and they're just keeping everybody kind of away from people just in case James Harden might have contracted something, you know, while he was at the club. Um, COVID, not something else. He probably already did that. But um, yeah, I never got that. the details on why they postponed the game besides it was COVID tracing. So I don't know if somebody actually tested positive and they had to do that or was or are they taking precautions because of this James Harden thing. And like Jimmy said – he wants out of Houston, so it's like now he, he's like turning into the villain. Like they say, he's arguing with teammates. They said he threw a ball at one of his teammates. Um, you know, he's doing this. The reporter asked him why he didn't show up to training camp, why he was in Vegas and, and Atlanta, and and he told him that he was there training, even though it's photos that say otherwise. Um, <laughs> Is this the way to go about it, though? Like, when you want out, is this the way to go about it? Because Anthony Davis kind of got what he wanted, but he never turned himself into the a-hole to do it. I mean, I think the worst thing he did was wear that T-shirt that was kind of like, that's all, folks. (laughs) That's the worst thing he did. That was funny to me. Like, starting rumbles and and all kinds of stuff. Is there another way to go about this? Or or is he definitely at this point? Like they're not going to acquiesce my demand, so now I'm going to make them hate me. What's funny is remember they remember they tried to make him out to be a hero. He's doing this because his owner supports Trump. No, he, this behavior doesn't show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but Jim, that was put out there by his agent. Jim, but what three human beings when that report first came out said that this was bull? <laughs> now we see. Like, come on, man. It's like, he ain't no hero. <laughs> James Harden, the same boy that wore the Blue Lives Matter. Like, come on. So yeah, I, yeah, I think I don't, I don't buy none of that. I mean, Yo, but isn't isn't aren't aren't James Martin and uh, and I and I'm asking more towards you, Jimmy Dev. You probably don't know this, but isn't James Harden and John Wall a part of the same organization? Aren't they UBN members? <laughs> He's not talking about the Houston. I, I didn't know Harden was like like. 
John Wall doesn't hide his at all. Like he he's open about nah, it. No, no, Harden Harden is Harden is uh he bangs. OG OG Matt. He bangs. See, I didn't know that. He bangs. <laughs> See, John Wall is like flagrant with his. Like John Wall is very flagrant with his. So it's like, and John Wall has been flagrant with his. You know what I'm saying? I was even shocked he went to Kentucky. <laughs> Yo, the Rockets didn't even have eight people <laughs> to play in this game. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. You think we're going to see more of that this season? Because this, like, and I think one of you mentioned in the yes. even the commissioner sounded kind of crazy when uh, he was on TV to open the night. He, he didn't sound confident, did he? <laughs> he didn't sound confident at all. And, and, I mean, but but I've been saying it since – since the the playoffs are still going on, and I'm like I I didn't see playoffs. I I don't see a way they're gonna pull this off without another bubble. And a lot of people are like, well, that's unrealistic to expect these guys to be in this bubble all of this time. It's also unrealistic unrealistic to let these guys live their regular lives and expect them not to be maskless in the strip club. So <laughs> I don't know. You let I mean I, I don't know, man. I just yeah. don't think it's going to work without a bubble. I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, this season to answer your question. Yeah? Well, anyway, man, we got a couple minutes left. So let me, let me say a couple things real quick. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Junior Bridgman, um, former NBA player. He bought Ebony yes, Magazine sir. for 14. Yo. B, you there? Because Jimmy just dropped. Yeah, I'm here. To, All right, so, um, so got him. Yeah, so what I'm he was saying, so. everybody, was he was giving a shout-out to Junior Bridgman, former NBA player who just purchased Ebony Magazine for $14 million. And I don't know if you guys knew, but Ebony Magazine, you know, had been uh, in the midst of bankruptcy. And he was able to purchase them with a bid of, like I just said, $14 million. Um, we all know Ebony and the black community has been in circulation for more than 50 years. I don't know how many people out there are still buying, reading magazines, whether it's print or digital, but Ebony, Jet, Essence, man, no matter what technology is doing, no matter how old things get, no matter what people aren't doing any anymore, these are important pillars in the black community. So, so shout out to Junior Bridgman um, for, for reaching out and being a pillar of the black community. Um, one last thing that happened while you guys were on the grind. Um, this happened a while ago, but it's just now being investigated because somebody is suing. Ray John Rondo and his girlfriend are being sued for a million dollars over a fight in a parking garage back in July. So according to reports and video, because you all know TMZ got the video, um, he and his girlfriend, Latoya Fitzgerald, they're facing accusations involving assault and battery, infliction of emotional distress and conspiracy, um, according to this lawsuit that was filed last week in Los Angeles District Court. The suit alleges that Rondo and Fitzgerald confronted Toktam Jershari, on July 28th in a parking garage in their L.A. apartment. My bad. I might have said Atlanta earlier just because he's in Atlanta now, but this was in L.A. This was at an apartment complex. 
um, in the parking garage, and they were shouting vulgarities at her because they thought her car, now listen to this, B, was parked too close to Rondo's $300,000 Rolls Royce. <laughs> Get your little bootleg-ass Audi away from a Rolls Royce. The lawsuit also claims that Rondo had his car parked in a handicapped space. So I think these were handicap spaces. She probably was, you know, eligible to park in one, and he's mad at her because of how close her car was to his Rolls Royce that probably takes up too much of a parking space anyway. You know how big these automobiles are. So in the video, which I did see, Rondo was talking to her. They stood around for a while. They kept looking at the car as if they were waiting for her to move it or something. I'm just speculating at, at this point. Then when she walked towards his car, Rondo kind of nudged her, pushed her up against her car. That set off his girlfriend. I guess her seeing Rondo kind of put hands on her gently gave her the okay to do it because then she tried to rush the girl. Rondo at first tried to hold her back, but it appeared in the video like he dropped something on the ground. So when he went to pick that up, it was like letting a pit bull off the leash. She started hitting this chick with a flurry of left hands, all lefts. And now, here we are, months later, um, she's suing them for $1 million. Jim, did you see this video? Yeah, I did. Just give it a minute. I, was, I know you spent a lot of a time minute. on Internet and social media. I was pretty yeah, sure you saw it. Just, it. Just, <laughs> just give it a million. Yo, what was that with her left hands, though? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was like Doc versus Bird. Yeah, she kept swinging the same hand, but I think yeah. Doc was right hands. <laughs> Yo, first thing, first thing, didn't have a left hand. Blog Shout talk. out to that. Because Blog Talk just did the same thing that me did to you earlier. Because where I was yeah, talking my heart, I had a whole no story reason. about this. Yeah, man. So, yo, so Blog Talk, man. Yo, Blog Talk. Whoever run Blog Talk right now, SMD, dog, SMD. But yo, yeah. Um, the first thing at the open, the video, that, that was me. But that second one, when I was talking, that was them. They just booted me. Like, yeah, that was yo, yo, yeah, straight up Blog Talk, yo, SMD, yo. Um, but. Getting back to this though, like <laughs> this is out of control, man. Just pay that bill. Yeah, he's gonna have to. I mean, it's on video. She beat the trash out of that girl. What it looks like for no yeah, reason. Man. Just go ahead and pay for her. Yeah, what did she say? Emotional and I know, distress. And I know I'm immature. I know I'm very immature. And I probably shouldn't say. I, I I keep saying stuff I shouldn't say, man. But when I saw his his girl's reaction, like, cause she completely overreacted, I was like, yo. Her games must be amazing. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the violent ones, the quick, the violence don't always are. She's like Tommy from um, Love and Hip Hop. Tommy, Tommy yeah. has to have that super sunshine. I may or may not have done a little research, but she does look like cinnamon. I didn't say taste like that. The, 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 when they bottom like that, cause that's that butter love, yo. If they got butter love, shot the uh, next. No doubt. They got that butter love. All right, man. Anyway, well, let's man. Let's get out of here, man. That's what happened this past week. I gotta go. I gotta go play Santa man. Claus. So get out of here. <laughs> yo, oh, man. You my bad. Happen to <laughs> sports history, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Um, <laughs> Santa Claus, like I'm trying to get up out of here, cause. All right, so uh, before we get out of here, this date in sports history, which is, of course, brought to you by Sports the Book. Stay with me, because I don't know if y'all know about you know acronyms, but stay with me. If you guys are tired of reading those same old sports books, these articles, 
watching those weak shows where people are fighting over opinions that might not even really be theirs and everybody passing off all this subjective information as facts, be sure to pick up your copy of Sports. This is the part where I want you to stay with me. Sports. Spell it out if you can spell. S-P-O-R-T-S. Smart people only read the sports. Come on, man. It's a mixture of sports and hip-hop culture to keep you guys on the edge of your seat, to keep you laughing, to keep you thinking, all of that. So just go to sportsthebook.com or get your copy from our website at warroomsports.com. And it's written by Warroom Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. So make sure y'all don't miss that movement. All right. This date in sports history, P-Dish, <laughs> if you're still into the acronyms. December 24th, 1982, Chaminade. This is a school, people. It's not a, a chick that we used to hook up with. Chaminade, with a student body of only 850 students, beats then number one ranked Virginia, 77-72, to 72, in a Honolulu Holiday Basketball Classic. Not much happened on this date in sports history. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. you know, back then... That was more like we we see more of this now, you know the the playing field between these conferences between these big schools and little schools. It's even in a little bit. I mean, you know, maybe six times out of ten, you're still gonna see the big schools destroy these people. But you're gonna see a, you know, a couple of times you're gonna see some upsets. Um, back then, this didn't really happen like that, so it really was a big deal. Um, in 1982, and, you know, Chaminade, 850-person student body, so, you know, most of the people in the school was on the basketball team or a manager or a coaching staff, but shout-out to Chaminade <laughs> back in 12-24, uh, 1982, man. We just want to give them a nice war room salute for this historical moment in sports. I'm like part of your cruise ship. Like, go to the Shaman. No, that's the problem. Go to the Shaman deck. Go to the Shaman the Shaman sounds like a young lady with an anger issue with some butter love. But, yo, um. Yo, who coming through? Tommy and Shaman now? She would date. She would date Rajon. Shout out to you, Shaman Thank you, brothers and sisters, for doing this for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody chatting Facebook, Twitter. Listen, man, tune in next week. We're going to be back uh, on New Year's Eve. Who knows what time will come through? Maybe in the afternoon again. Who knows? Who knows? Cause back with more about Shamanad. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the Shamanads out there, yo. Inbox is open. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sound like an R&B group from the late 70s. <laughs> Shalimar and Shamanad had a battle with Versus. Right, Sound like one of them one of them late seventies groups that need a taco meat out and unbutton the top seven buttons. Like definitely, definitely got an unsung episode. So anyway, listen, man. Enjoy your Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, man. Please just celebrate that and enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your sports, and we'll see you right back here next week. Please stay safe and keep your loved ones safe. Be sure to catch everything Later. you do. At the hub, and you can also pick up my book, Sports the Book, at the hub of warroomsports.com. Everything can be found at warroomsports.com. So until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top.
sensitive, then oh well. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip-hop dollars, tip-stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Corporate secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. World of sports. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.